tugging at my heart, tugging at my heart, and I could not stay away. I had to say, Lord, I give up. I give up. I give up. You are sovereign, and you know, you know. And because I gave up, I am the man that you see today. Not to boast, not to say like, oh, look at me, I'm your pastor. But, but come on, now I've only been saved about two years. You know what I mean? And I see that I see this all the time. It's like my boast is, it's like, look, look at me. In two years of salvation, I become a pastor. No, my my boast is in God, because I boast in God and who He is and what He has done for me, and I boast that God through faith. Faithfulness to God, he has made me the man that you see today. I boast in God, not in myself. Come on, amen. Somebody, come on. Jesus. Now in Genesis, we're going to keep on going with the whole worship thing. Of course, that's my message, right? But we're going to say, we're going to go a little bit from the the sovereign of God. We're going to go now to us, now now what it has to do with us. Now, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, it describes how God created man in his image. You don't have to turn there, by the way. We're just going to flip through real quick. God, uh, in Genesis uh, 1, right? it describes how God created man in his image. Amen? That goes for spiritually as well. Come on now. You know that, right? He, go, like, he didn't just create Adam to make him look just like him. He created Adam to look spiritually like him. Amen? Come on now, because Adam, okay, I'm going to go a little off topic now, but Adam, come on now, Adam wasn't just created to just walk around the earth, you know what I mean, and pick a, you know, an apple and eat it, you know what I mean, that wasn't God's will, but God created Adam to, to watch the earth. See, Adam translates as, um, I believe it's, it's in Hebrew, it translates as, as um, a watchman, right, a watchman, that's what Adam means, am I right, Adam? I forgot your name was Adam, Adam. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but watch me. So he watches over the earth. That was his job. That was, his, that was God's will for Adam to be the watchman of the earth. So he's watching around. He's walking around. He's watching the earth. He, so, so basically Adam was God's representative. Amen? He was his representative. So because he had, because, come on now, God, I mean, Adam was always naked. He wasn't always wearing that leaf or whatever. You know what I mean? He wasn't always wearing underwear. You know what I mean? But, the, but his spirit was so bright. That you couldn't even like like see that he was naked. He couldn't even see that he was naked. He was walking around so holy because he was created by God. And then, and then, so that means what? That that God was didn't create him in his physical image alone, but He created him spiritually like him, right? Because because what was my message last time? Right? Like like when God chooses to to show Himself, He chooses sometimes in like lightning. And light and fire. What does all have in common? Like light, a brightness. Okay? So when Adam walked around, he was bright. So that means he had the Spirit of God on him. And Isaiah 26, let's go ahead and turn there. Isaiah 26, we're going old school. Come on now, amen? Come on, come on. Taking it back. Isaiah 26, verse 9. My soul yearns for you in the night. In the morning, my spirit longs for you. Now, what is Isaiah describing? He's, he's describing a desperate heart for God. Am I right? Everybody, eyes on me. Come on now. You don't need to look over there. Right? He's describing a desperate heart right there. Now, because we were created in God's spiritual image, therefore, 
only worship that is by the Spirit is truly worship at all. You guys get that? Come on now. I need, I need some of you to catch that right there. Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. And go like this when I finish saying it. That means you caught it. Okay? That will be the signal. Okay? Therefore, because God created us not only in, our phys- in his physical image, but his spiritual image, therefore only worship that is by the Spirit is truly worship at all. Come on. How many got that? Amen. Amen. I got a couple, I got a couple uh, catchers made in my my trunk. Anybody you guys? Anybody know? Okay, good. Amen. All right. I know you guys are spiritually mature enough. All right. Amen. So you guys got that. Only worship that is by the Spirit is truly worship at all. Come on now, because anybody could just say, Oh, Jesus, I exalt thee. I exalt thee. I exalt thee. Eyes opens up. Oh, who's walking out of that bathroom? Oh, who farted next to me? Who is that? Oh, exalted. Anybody could do that, right? But it takes a true worshiper to worship not only in the physical aspect of raising your hands and going on your knees and crying out to God, but it takes a true worshiper with the true spirit of God to cry out to Him and say, Lord, I exalt thee, O God, and loses his voice like I just did. Come on now. Woo! That is a true worshiper. A worshiper that is willing not only to just focus on his own body and just say raise his hand, but focus spiritually on God and knowing that God is looking down from heaven and saying, that is my child. Come on, amen. In John 4.23, this is the scripture right here, baby. Come on. John, John chapter 4. John chapter 4, verse 23. Let me get an amen when you're there. Amen. Yet a time is coming and has now come. Come on now. He said it's coming. You know what? Forget it. It's come now. Now is the time. Now is the time, people, when the true worshipers, come on now, elevate, will worship the Father in Spirit and truth, for they are the kind of worshiper that the Father, what? They are, oh, they are the kind of worshiper that the Father seeks. God seeks a what kind of heart, I always say. Come on. A desperate heart. God seeks a desperate and an earnest heart. And if you have a desperate and an earnest heart, you will worship God with all of your heart, not only in the physical aspect, but in the spiritual one as well. And that is the worshiper that the Father seeks according to John. Come on, Jesus, beloved. Come on. In Psalms 14, chapter, uh, chapter 14, verse 2. Come on now, somebody. Somebody, come on, help me preach. Psalms chapter 14, let me get a amen when you're there. Come on. Come on. The Lord looks down from heaven on the sons of men to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. Come on, let's slow it down there, right there. Psalms 14. Verse 2, the Lord looks down from heaven. So God 
is looking down from heaven right now, guys. No question, no doubt about it. God is looking at Elevate right now. He is looking not only at his sons, but also his daughters. You understand me? Okay, to see if there are any who understand, who really get, who really understand the concept of true worship. Does Elevate understand and grasp the, the, the full understanding of worship? Amen. Come on, Elevate does. And it's been proven here time and time and time and time again. Oh, Father God, thank you for such a youth group, Jesus. A youth group that gets it. Children of God that gets it. That gets it. That understands it. Who seek God. Come on, Jesus. Bless us, oh God, while we worship you. Bring your presence down in Jesus' name. <sighs> to see if there are any who understand and who seek God. How many of you seek God today? How many of you understand the importance of worship? Come on now. We must keep in mind, people, we must keep in mind that as we are worshiping, Sister, can you put that list of names up again? Oh, Sister, come on. You see, Susie, by the way, did not know what I was preaching on today. During prayer, I know this, this is just all God. I know this, this was, uh, I have full confidence that this message and every word that is coming my mouth, out of my mouth is the Holy Spirit and of God. Because Susie was speaking about this to you guys today, amen? And she pulled these names up. And this verse is for them. And we got to keep them in prayer, you guys. Because we, we must keep in mind that there are consequences. Consequences for those who are blind and refuse to see God's sovereign. They refuse to see God's sovereign. Therefore, refuse to worship and give thanks to God. These are your, these, come on now. I'm not saying we're better than them because we're not. We're not better than they are. But we have favor from God. Now, God does not play favorites, but he favors those according to Psalms and does his work. Amen. So, for Romans chapter 1, you guys don't have to turn there. Just hear me out. Verse 20. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, have been clearly seen. Some of those people got rocked by God, rocked by God, just flat out, boom, falls, and just someone was spoken in, the, in tongues and felt the spirit of God and just cried for, because they felt the spirit of God had been clearly seen and understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. Without excuse. Verse 21, for although they knew God, they neither glorify him as God nor gave thanks to him nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. 
Romans chapter 1, verse 20 to 21. That is a scripture we need to keep in our minds as we pray for those people. Come on now, because they were once your brothers and your sisters. Sister, can you please stop that, please? They were once your brothers and your sisters. Okay? Now, keep in mind, Jesus said, my brothers and my sisters are ones who are the ones who do the will of God. Amen? Amen? Am I right, Adam? Amen? They're not doing the will of God. So right now, they're not your brothers. They're not your sisters. You understand? They're not really true children of God. Meaning they're not true Christians, although some of them call themselves Christians still. We got to keep in mind, we got to continue to pray for them and know because of their blindness and, and just unthankfulness to, to, and just, and just <sighs> the ability to ignore the sovereign God, their thinking became futile. No matter what they thought, no matter how many times they thought, they, no matter how much they think they're Christians, they're thinking, no matter how many times they think and they think they are Christians. No matter how many times, catch this, people, they think they are Christians. According to Romans, their thinking became futile, meaning nothing. And their foolish hearts were darkened. Really, if I could have you on the keys for me, please. See, now God seeks, you guys. Now, like I said, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to just dwell on, on, on these, in these guys, in these girls. Okay, don't just dwell on them. Just go ahead and take that screen away. I just wanted to point that out that you got to keep them in mind during worship, uh, during prayer. Okay, amen. Come on, amen. Amen. Now, now, what does God seek again? God seeks a true worshiper, according to uh, to John four twenty three. Amen. Come on now. Yet a time is coming and has now come. It's here now, you guys. It's here. And by here, I mean right here in this building, okay, has now come when the true worshipers. Everybody, come on, stand up. Stand up. Come on, everybody. And just say, just say it out loud right now. Say, I am. Come on, say, I am. Say, I am a true worshiper. I am 